I was recently talking with a friend of mine who is a psychologist in my hometown. I was telling her about Happy Brain and asked her if she had any outside-of-the-box ways to stay mentally healthy. She said, yeah, feel pain. I said, no, 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 no. You didn't catch what I was saying. I was saying, how do you keep yourself mentally healthy, happy? She said, yeah, feel negative emotions. It just might make your brain Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we're going to be talking about why we should not run away from negative emotions and why allowing pain to come in can sometimes set us up to be happy. But before we get started, if you have not done so yet, if you are looking for fun, outside-of-the-box ways to keep your brain happy to stay mentally strong. I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you were listening to this. We look at a variety of topics from laughter clubs, goat yoga, and yeah, feeling negative emotions. If that's your jam, again, hit that subscribe button wherever you were listening to this. And if you've been listening a while, if you enjoy this show, it'd be so helpful for us if you took a moment and left us an honest review like Lisa David Olson did, where she said, There is finally a podcast about mental health that is modern, light, and full of helpful tips we can implement right away. I can't wait for more episodes. Well, thank you, Lisa David Olson, for that. And again, just taking a couple of minutes is so helpful for us. It helps the show get found, and I'll make sure I give you a shout out. But let's go ahead and dig into this. I'm really excited to introduce to you guys Dr. Sarah Root, who is a psychologist specializing in assessment and treatment of children, adolescents, and families. But I know her as Sarah from my cohort several years ago when I was in a master's program for mental health counseling. When I was leaving, she stayed longer to get her doctorate, and I'm so proud of her, and she's one of the nicest, coolest people ever. She was always so kind to me. Me talking her into coming on this show was just a super big treat for me. I know you guys are going to love her. Now, I know you might be thinking, okay, we're going to talk about pain and negative feelings. Heather, I want to get away from pain and negative feelings. Well, lean in a little bit, y'all. I just invite you to lean in and listen to what Dr. Root has to say about this. I asked her first off, why do you believe experiencing hard and difficult emotions will make your brain happy? I think part of that goes first into talking about what we mean by happy, because there are a lot of different views of what happy even is. You know, you have happy, like fleeting moments of happiness where you're doing something fun and you feel happy in that moment. Um, and, And I think a lot of people mix up happiness with the absence of suffering. And that can lead people to start to try to avoid and get away from things like sadness and anxiety or or anger. And life can start to become almost uh, revolving around trying to do that, trying to get away from difficult emotions to the point where people can stop living the life that they want to be living because they're trying so hard to get away from tough emotions because they're trying to be happy. But if you're living the life that you want to be living, doing what's important to you, there are going to be a lot of uncomfortable moments. I love what she said. I think a lot of people mix up happiness with the absence of 
suffering. So my next question for her was, how do we know that we are truly giving space for difficult experiences? And how do I know that I'm allowing space for pain and not mm, running over it? Because maybe sometimes, you know, we've been doing it for so long, we don't even recognize that's what we're doing. There's no point in experiencing suffering for no reason, right? If you put your hand on a burner, you're going to take your hand away so it doesn't hurt. Like to a point, trying to get away from suffering, you know, is, is a normal and healthy thing to do. But if it's getting in the way of you living the life you want to live, then it's hurting you. Then you're not able to make space for whatever discomfort you're having to face to do what's important. So you can know, you know, you're making space for difficult emotions if, if you're living a life kind of according to whatever your main values are that are important to you and that, you know, you don't stop doing those things because something's uncomfortable. Now, if you've been listening to this show for, I don't know, three seconds, you probably have picked up that I'm kind of a more mm, upbeat kind of person. I have a super high, almost hyper energy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not almost hyper. It's for sure hyper energy. And sometimes when talking about this, I, I wonder if people like me, maybe you're like me where you have a little bit more high energy, if maybe we're even more susceptible to not feeling as many things. Is, is this self-sabotage, you know? A lot of times... If you really look at your life and, and how these behaviors are affecting you, you, you can kind of figure out, you know, whether or not it's a problem for you. So if you're, if someone, you know, is naturally upbeat and they face a problem and they can reframe it and work through it and it's not negatively affecting their life, like their ability to connect with people or their ability to go to sleep at night, you know, things like that chances are they're probably doing okay. Things usually will manifest in some way if it's a problem for you. Like uh, you might, if you can't face negative emotions at all and you avoid them, that's probably going to lead to feeling disconnected from other people maybe because people connect sometimes through suffering and talking about deep things. And if you are never able to really do that, then you're going to end up with like a, shallow, a lot of shallow relationships. And then when those emotions are triggered because you avoid them, you're not going to be able to handle those triggers. Now, I wondered with her own experience in her own life, how has experiencing negative emotions, allowing pain to come in, made her brain happy? Really, I used to avoid negative emotions like crazy. Um, I had really bad anxiety and really low self-efficacy, which is really struggling with believing that you can actually do the things that, that you want to try to do. What that led to was me avoiding applying to graduate school to be a therapist and putting it off and putting it off. And one day I got really sick. I was stuck in bed, kind of not able to do much of anything for about three months. And I ended up buying this book about anxiety called Things Might Go Terribly, Horribly Wrong by Kelly Wilson, ACT Therapy. Got super into ACT Therapy after that. But, um, it really talks about how if you try to run away from negative emotions, it's going to kind of ruin your life. Embracing that things can go wrong and doing what's important to you anyways is how you live life fully. And once I started to um, kind of face my mortality, I was getting sick. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Anything could happen. I'm going to live life fully. And I applied to grad school and I spent four years anxious and kind of scared and wondering, hey, can I do this? And then I did it. <laughs> And now I have a job where every day I feel fulfilled. You know, I can tell that 
I'm making a difference. And I feel like, you know, when the day really comes that I really am going to pass on to whatever's after this, I can feel good about the life I lived instead of the way I felt last time when I thought that maybe I was going to die. And she is making a difference. I love it. And she mentioned uh, ACT ACT therapy. I just wanted to share with you guys what that is. This is according to positivepsychology.com. There's an article where you can read a little bit more about it. It's linked up in the show notes. But essentially, acceptance and commitment therapy, quote, encourages people to embrace their thoughts and feelings rather than fighting or feeling guilty for them. It may seem confusing at first, but ACT paired with mindfulness-based therapy offers clinically effective treatment. I remember in graduate school, this, it being explained to me. Um, I'm a visual kind of gal. I really need some some help sometimes understanding things. But we learned that it's a, if you imagine a a leaf in a stream of water, and the leaf is going with the natural flow of the stream, you wouldn't block the leaf right and, and keep it from naturally progressing down the stream. No, that leaf would just naturally flow down. You would see it, you would notice it, it would come by you, but eventually it would float away. And they use this analogy to explain negative emotions that sometimes we try to fight it and keep it <laughs> upstream. But if we naturally let it progress and, and stay its natural course without resistance, eventually it'll pass us. And that resistance is sometimes what causes the suffering. So that's, again, acceptance commitment therapy. It's more info linked in the show notes. But I want to get back to Dr. Sarah Root and ask her if there were any recommendations she had for us, anything that we could learn more about this approach. I would recommend that they read a book called The Happiness Trap by, I believe, Russ Harris. The Happiness Trap. That is linked in the show notes as well. Now, is there anything else about feeling pain, feeling negative emotions that will keep you mentally healthy, keep you mentally strong that I did not ask you? People get used to listen, listening to their emotions. Because they kind of signal things to us that maybe, you know, if we're having an uncomfortable emotion, it might be a sign that something needs to change. But sometimes our emotions, uh, especially things like anxiety, can be signaled at a time that's really not useful or helpful for us. And if we get used to stopping what we're doing because we're anxious and we take that as a sign that what we're doing is dangerous or we shouldn't do it, that, then that can hold us back a lot. So it's really important um, to make sure that you're a, really aware of maybe the particular emotions that you struggle with that hold you back um, from what's important to you and learn you know, ways to recognize when is that emotion one that I should listen to? And, and when is that emotion one that I need to go ahead and just let it be there while I'm doing this thing that's important to me? Because sometimes you're anxious and it's totally legitimate. You're in a dark alleyway at night. You see a shadowy figure coming towards you. You feel anxious. Totally makes sense, right? But if you're anxious, but you're about to do something that's important to you, if we leave in that moment of anxiety, you know, that's a time where the anxiety is not working to help us out. And we have to be able to just let ourselves feel that feeling and, and do what matters to us. Feel that feeling and do what matters to us. Super powerful. Big thank you to Dr. Root for coming on today's episode. And my friends, I hope this encouraged you that whether you are taking meditation naps, going tree camping, or allowing yourself to just sit with uncomfortable feelings, take some time for yourself today, my friends, and make that brain of yours happy. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.